Dr. Geneva Speaks. Thank you for tuning in to Dr. Geneva Speaks, where you'll hear amazing leaders from across the nation and around the world. Your host, Dr. Geneva Williams, a cutting-edge, transformational leadership coach, hopes and believes this show will enlighten, entertain, and inspire you to make a difference in the world. So listen up as Dr. Geneva Speaks. Well, hi there. This is Dr. Geneva, and welcome once again. So delighted to have all of you with, with us as we take another look into the heads and hearts of leaders and the greater purpose they inspire in others. As you know, our, our show features conversations with top leaders for leaders, and we explore the thinking of today's CEOs of corporations, the chief of everything entrepreneurs, presidents, and execs of nonprofits, all kinds of leaders who are leading their, their market, their organization, and most importantly, making an impact in the community. So we hope that you'll have a chance to listen and learn and look at life and leadership through an entirely different prism and discover the obstacles that leadership uh, brings, but also the opportunities that, in fact, leaders can inspire and and encourage and and let's learn about tips and strategies and what folk are doing about it. You know, I often say that leadership today is tough and sometimes can feel lonely, but we're hoping that this uh, conversation that we'll have today will refresh you, guide you, inspire you on your journey, on your leadership journey to greater purpose. Now, now let me ask you this. Um, so, so what if you were a leader, a, a young leader, and wanted to become a better version of yourself? What would you do? Where would you go? How would you make that happen? Author, leadership speaker, and student life coach, Jesse A. Cole, Jr., has the answer. Jesse is a leading authority in helping young folks maximize their potential and quite frankly, often is referred to as the big brother for student leaders. He helps young leaders celebrate their individuality, achieve their goals, and close their life and leadership gaps. Jesse Cole is an international speaker and the author of several books, including Lead With No Apologies. 21 Ways to Boost Your Influence, and we're really going to talk about that. He's also the creator of programs like the Queens of Kings Empowerment Experience, and that program aims to strengthen the relationship between mothers and their sons, and the award-winning 1000 Kings Leadership Academy that equips young male leaders to become better versions of themselves. Now, Jesse is a sought-after speaker and facilitator at places uh, like Michigan State University, Ford Motor Company, Boy Scouts of America, Teach for America, National Association for Student Council, AmeriCorps, and the American Business Women Association, just to name a few things. And so for Jesse, he's always there to help organizations and student leaders learn great leadership, and I'm delighted. He's our guest today. Welcome, Jesse. Hey, thank you for having me, Dr. Geneva. I'm excited to be on your show. 
Yes, we're excited to have you. And uh, let's let's jump right into it. You know, I just uh, we were talking, you know, before we went live, and I was I was talking about uh, you know there's so many books, papers, articles, studies done on leadership, and it seems like the world is always trying to figure out what leadership is, and there's thousands and many definitions of it, but one common thread that I've found through most of the articles I've read and and, uh, things I've heard about leadership is the word influence. And I noticed that's the title in your book, 21 Ways to Boost Your Influence. How do you think influence plays into leadership? Doctor, it's extremely important um, that as leaders we understand, first of all, that we have influence, and second of all, how to demonstrate it and, and use our influence to empower and to encourage and equip others who may be in your organization, your group, your school. <clears throat> I believe our, our influence comes from our story or the things that have happened in our life, our life, our life's curriculum. Um, one thing that, I have, that, I, hmm. that I've had to do and I continue to do is just look at the, um, the story of my life. Uh, the, the ups and the downs and, and, the, and the lessons that I've learned um, through those ups and downs. And those lessons that I've learned have given me the, uh, the content, the life content to be able to encourage and equip mm-hmm. and help others to become the better version of themselves. So in that, that's influence for me, for me, mm-hmm. uh, using, mm-hmm. u- using my story, my life influences, the things that I've been through, to, uh, again, to encourage and equip other leaders to become the better versions of themselves. So influence plays mm-hmm. a huge part. Um, and you, I, I don't believe that as a leader that you really can't be the leader that you've, called to be, that, you, that you've been called to be until you understand, first of all, that you have influence, and second of all, how to demonstrate, how to walk that influence out. Mm-hmm. So that you, that you got it and how, how do you use it. You know, you mentioned... Jesse, about your life story. We always like to hear uh, about life stories from the leaders that we talk to because oftentimes in, in, in people's stories, they do inspire others. So I got to ask you, tell us about your life story and, and give us a couple of lessons that happened to you during your life story, your life story that led you to the point you're at now. Yeah, that's a great question. And, of course, um, the story is still being written, but to to, to go back Good. to the past, I'm I, I'm a, I'm the oldest of four children. Um, I was uh, blessed to have both of my parents in my home. My father is a pastor. My mother uh, is a teacher, and so um, I'm, I'm a pastor's kid. So I was the first one there at church and last one to leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and uh, I can remember when I was younger, my father would would take me into the the church business meeting. That was about five or six, you know, I, I was in these business meetings, um, just being in that atmosphere, understanding, you know, what goes on behind closed doors. And I remember doing that up until the time I got into high school. Um, and then, you know, going off to college and, you know, playing college basketball, being the captain of the basketball team. And I remember my coaches telling me, uh, Jesse, you know, you are the leader of this team. We, we, we need you. We need you to lead. Um, and at that point, I wasn't really comfortable being out in the front. I was just okay with being on the team. I was just okay with helping other people um, 
succeed. I wasn't comfortable with being in the front because when you're in the front, you get hit first, and you're responsible for failure. <laughs> and so, and uh-huh. so, I didn't, I didn't like that. <clears throat> but, it, but, um, okay. as I matured, I began to see um, the value with uh, being the person that's absorbing the blows first because by the time it gets to your people, it's not going to hurt as much because you've absorbed that blow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, mm-hmm. and in that, you grow as a leader too. So um, I've learned how not to uh, run away from confrontation but to open the cage and kiss the gorilla right in the mouth. Um, All so, right. <laughs> right. And so, um, so like those are some things that I've learned, you know, from my father, from my coaches, and even up until this point, you know, my leadership is always – I'm always evolving as a leader. It seems like the older I get, the more simpler I want my life to be. And so, and so now um, I'm working with young people um, in higher education on a college campus. I'm actually a college success coach, leadership coach on a college campus, and one of my responsibilities there is to help um, these young people um, persist to, to stay in school. So I, I'm encouraging, encouraging and equipping them to stay in school as well. So from the time I was a young man on up to now, this is this is all I know. Mhm, mhm. So, so you said it was interesting. It's interesting, Jesse. You said that uh, when you were a young boy, that um, people would point out to you or or note that say to you, "You're the leader." Right. And they would want you to step up. And even though I, I heard you say you were a little reluctant at first, but what what do you think it was that they saw in you? that they said to you, even though you might have been um, not there at the time or reluctant, they must have seen some stuff in you. What do you think they saw Right, right, right. That's a great question. Um, I've always been told that I'm, that I'm a good listener, that I'm observant, and that I'm strategic. Mm-hmm. I've always been told that. Um, and so maybe, maybe that's what they saw. Um, I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. the. I've, I've, I've never been the rah 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 kind of person. Like let's go get him. I've always been the person that wanted to help position other people to be successful. Um, so maybe they saw that 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 facilitator in me. Um, but that is a great question. That's something I would I would love to go back and ask my my, my coaches. Like what what mm-hmm. did you see in me to to, to choose me as the leader of of this basketball team, of this football team, of this choir? Because I was always pushed out to the front. I didn't like it. But I was always pushed to the front. So, um, yeah, that's something I would love to go back and ask those mm-hmm. those men. Mm-hmm. So, so what happened? What was your aha moment when you you turned when you, when you began to accept this uh, mantle of leadership that others saw in you, and began to to grow it and and give it and begin to lead others? What what happened in your life? What was that aha moment? The aha moment, and it, and it continues to happen, um, is when somebody comes back to me and says, Mr. Cole, do you remember when you told me this? Well, I, I applied uh-huh. it to my life, and it worked. Mm-hmm. Well, I applied it to my mm-hmm. life, and I, and I got better. So the fact that people were actually listening <laughs> to what I was saying, right, mm-hmm. one, of, one of my success, you know, they, they say every coach needs a coach, right? So one of my coaches, he mm-hmm. told me, um, he said, Mr. Cole, always be impeccable with your words because once they're out there, you can never get them back. And so mm-hmm. I, 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 try to, I try to do that when I'm having these one-on-one coaching sessions with, with clients or with my students um, mm-hmm. to, to, to give them tips and strategies for their life, not my life, because they, they, they are 
the experts of their own life. My responsibility is just to advise and to help them fill in the gaps. That's my responsibility as a coach, not to tell you what to do, but to see your potential and, and, and fill in the gaps for you so that you can become a better version of yourself. And so it, con- it, continues, to, it continues to happen when, you know, people, when people come back and tell me how, they have, how their life has been transformed because I was um, not too proud to share my influence with them. Mm-hmm. So you pick up a lot of ahas along the way, and they seem to just constantly reinforce that you're on the right path. Right, right, and I, I, I'm, I'm, right. I'm sure that you, that I'm sure that you, um, as, as a transformational coach, you, I mean, you know your assignment, you know your calling, um, but there are times mm-hmm. where sometimes you, you, you may say, I, I don't know, and I, you, doubt may come in or fear may come in, and then you have that moment or that person that comes back and confirms that, hey, this is who you are, this is who God created you to be, and you need to stay focused on that. It happens, it happens sometimes, um, and so. Oh, um, yes. Mm-hmm. I think it happens sorry, a ahead. lot of times. No, I was going right. to say, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. I think it happens a lot of times. I know it happens, it's happened a lot of times with me. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's that constant, you know, you take a step and then you wonder about how things are going, but then you got to right. get your leadership on and go on and keep stepping <laughs> out there. But it right. always helps to get to get that, you know, confirmation and it's, I think the best confirmation comes from the people that you're trying to help, the people that you're trying right. to work with. It's, it's, it's such a reconfirming, uh, reconfirming kind of thing. If you're just joining us, we are talking with author, leadership speaker, and student life coach, Jesse Cole. And we've been just talking about, you know, leadership and influence and his life story and, and him being someone that people at a very early age pointed to and said, you're the leader. And, and, and what I'd like to really talk about now, Jesse, is, is your book, the one that you wrote, and you've written several books, but the one that, that's titled Lead with No Apologies, 21 Ways to Boost Your Influence. And I really want, I would love for you to give us the top three ways that we can boost our influence. <laughs> sure, sure. So the, the, the three the top three ways that you can that we can boost our influence, um, I believe, is number one, don't panic. Mm. We we we, okay. we are we are faced we're faced with obstacles every day, challenges every day. Some of them we may have seen and they may be um rearing their ugly heads again. Sometimes you may face new challenges. Um but I believe that when, when when leaders panic, then those that they are influencing, it gives them permission uh, to, to panic as well. So, so don't get emotional. Uh, emotions, emotions are like water um, that, that shifts with circumstance. And, and, and when, when tragedy strikes, confusion and frustration are usually left in its wake. Um, leaders, gen, leaders generally make mistakes when they panic, but their influence mm-hmm. grows uh, when they remain and they keep their composure during difficult times. So number one, don't panic. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, when you face with a challenge, I would say uh, assess the damage. Assess the damage. Identify the uncertainties and the expectations and the limits and the viewpoints of everything that's involved because when you systematically investigate your test, you will gain a multi-level 
panoramic interpretation, which can help you discover solutions that you couldn't identify on the surface. So number one, don't panic. Number two, assess mm-hmm. what's really going on and how you can add value uh, to this situation. Uh, be obedient to whatever the moment requires. And number three, I would say just dive in. Just just dive in. The, mm-hmm. the, the only thing required to get beyond barriers um, is to stop complaining about the challenges and obstacles and spend your time uh, solving problems and creating outcome-based solutions. Um, and when, you, when you're able to adapt, it exposes a fresh new world of opportunity to you. So if you have a challenge or something that's in front of you that may be like that big gorilla, I would say open that cage, mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. the gorilla in the mouth, um, because we have, to, <laughs> we, have, we have to, as leaders, one thing that we have to remember is we have two options. It's confrontation or retreat. It's confrontation or retreat. And so confrontation is not always bad. Sometimes you've got to confront some stuff in order to overcome it. Um, but when we retreat, when we, when we don't dive in, then that gorilla is going to always be there waiting on us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So those are my, so top, those are my top three. Those, those are your top three in, in, in boosting our influence. And, you know, we could do, uh, and, you know, I'm looking at it, we could do a show on each one of these, <laughs> I think, <laughs> and, and just talk about. But, you know, so, so I'm going to pick one. Let me see what you talk about in terms of uh, – I think I like this don't panic one where right. where you talk about uh how important it is under uh you know in, in tough situations to keep your composure. So right. so talk a little bit about what does that mean but also more importantly how do you do that? I mean right. how right. do you do that if you're in one of those really tough situations and all around you there's lots of emotion, lots of challenge, lots of confrontation going on. How do you keep your cool? <laughs> oh, well, one thing to remember that as leaders, we you know we can't do it ourselves, right? So we have to have a okay. a team a team of people around us that that know that know our heart, okay. that knows our hearts, that knows our intentions. Um, mm-hmm. So. I would say that if, if if you're leading a group of people by yourself, I would say try to pick out two or three people that 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 can walk with you, that you can disciple, that you can pour into, uh, so they know your heart. Okay. Um, because when you have people around you like that, it kind of takes the pressure off a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, then, okay. You know, some people some people they have they have to step out of the room or step out of a situation to take you know take a few seconds to to breathe or to really assess what's what's really going on um, because. A challenge, we can look at it as a challenge or we can look at it as an opportunity for growth, right? And so I, mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would encourage you that whenever, you, whenever you're faced with an issue that may seem too big for you, um, and, and if you don't have those people around you, I would say look at, look at it as an opportunity for growth. And, and just ask, you know, for me, um, a, lot, a lot of my peace comes from my faith, my faith in God. So when I don't have the answer, I use prayer. Okay, God, what do you mm-hmm. want? What's going What's going on right now? And mm-hmm. what do I need to learn? And how can I add value to this situation? What's going on? Mm-hmm. What do I need to learn? Mm-hmm. And how can I add mm-hmm. value? How can show me what the solution is so I don't get caught up in my own emo- my, my own emotions mm-hmm. or or the or the people don't get caught up in their emotions. Mm-hmm. So that's that's, mm-hmm. what I, that's what I typically do. I try to have people around okay. me again. That that, okay. that know my heart, 
and they know my intentions, mm-hmm. and, I, and I pray and I ask God, okay, what am I supposed to do right now? Okay. What am I supposed to learn? And what is the solution? Mhm, mhm. Yeah, that's those are some those are some good tips because you know oftentimes it is a challenge in the moment when you're in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in terms of emotion, because we're all as human beings. One thing, and you know, Tony Robbins talked about um, this. Is a great, great, uh, you know, who's a great, great life coach uh, mm-hmm. talked about. You know, the one thing that humans anywhere in the world have in common is we all have emotions, and we're emotional people. And so in the moment, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's a challenge to kind of keep those emotions in check. But I like how you talked about, you know, surrounding yourself with others, keeping your network strong, of course, your faith and, and that inner strength that you get. And I also find that, um, um, sometimes, you know, you will, you know, you will be getting emotional and you'll mm-hmm. step out there and then, you know, and, but you always have a chance to come back, particularly you after you, after you reflect. And I, I, I think that's a, it's a, it's an important lesson that you're talking about in terms of leaders. And, and, you know, Jesse, I know you work with a lot of young leaders. And so I'm, I'm really, and you know, that's what's coming up. That's, you know, the young leaders are going to be shaping you yourself and other younger, younger, much younger than you leaders will be shaping the future. So, so what can you tell us about how uh, the young leaders, the students that you work with, how do they view leadership and their role, particularly in the community? Right, right. <clears throat> I have um, about eighty students that I'm working with on my on my uh, on my caseload, and the first question that mm-hmm. I ask them is, "What do you be- What do you think you've been called to do? Like, why are you here on Earth?" Mm. Before, I, be- before mm-hmm. I ask them about their classes, before I ask them about their family, before I, before we before I begin to dig into their relationships, I ask them. What is your what? What do you think your purpose is? Why do you think you're here on Earth? Um, and I ask them that question because if we have an idea of why we're here, then it can it can help us become the leader that we've been called to be. There are certain things that mm-hmm. we're not going to do, or that we're going to do less of, or certain things, places that we're not going to go, or, or relationships that we're not going to connect with because it's not going to help us become the better version of ourselves. Right. So one one thing mm-hmm. that um. One thing that I've seen over these last couple of months particularly is when I ask that question, I would say I'm confident in saying that 80%, if not more, of my students coming in uh, to this coaching program don't understand who they are. And hmm. so, so, okay. so they're, they're, living, they're living their lives. They're, they're, they're surrounded by people who are not um, really – um, investing in them becoming a better version of themselves. Some of them are. And so when I ask them that question, the first thing I, I, I continue to get, I don't know. Or I get, I'm here to make mm-hmm. money. To, I'm here to make money or have a stable life because some of their lives, mm-hmm. their, their home lives aren't stable. So that, that's, that's the immediate need. I want a stable life. But that still doesn't speak to your why. That speaks to mm-hmm. what you want, but that doesn't speak to your why. And so, um, mm-hmm. as a student mm-hmm. leadership coach, that's that's one of the 
most important things and one of the biggest challenges that I have is helping our young people understand your why. Like, why are you here? What is your assignment? Mm-hmm. Not, not, mm-hmm. What are you, mm-hmm. not, what, not what are you going to accumulate or what do you want to buy or your status, but if, if, if you wipe away the cars and the money and the houses and I set you in the desert, who are you? If, if I cut you, what are you going to bleed? Who are you? Who are you at your mm-hmm. core? And um, many of them can't answer that question. Um, mm-hmm. I, I believe I believe we have we, we have to get we have to really like we, we we can teach tools and practices and 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 best strategies and things like that. Getting the information is not a problem. The problem is an ad, our attitude or our mentality towards ourselves and, and and towards life. If if your attitude or your mentality towards yourself isn't healthy, then you can get all the information you want. It's not going to be fruitful as it, as it can be because your self perception. Um, is tainted, and so I, I, mm-hmm. I, I would say I would say before we be, before we begin to equip our young people with anything, one of the biggest things you have to do is tap into helping them understand who they are. Uh huh. Okay. And and how do you, how do you, Jesse Cole, help them realize their purpose? Because that's what you're talking about. The why. You know what their purpose is. In life, mm-hmm. how do you do that? It's it's interesting because I'm not their manufacturer, so I really can't tell them what their purpose is outside of glorifying mm-hmm. God. And everybody don't believe in God, so everybody's not going to believe how I believe as far as from a, a spiritual standpoint. I mean, I understand mm-hmm. that, um, <clears throat> but it's it's not my responsibility to tell someone what their purpose is. My responsibility is to help them cultivate and 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 to dig and to break up that fallow ground to help them uncover that richness that's underneath that's been hidden for so long. To to, mm-hmm. to to help them to help them dig into their experiences and find the thread of connectivity between where where they where they are most happy and peaceful and where they're most productive. Because I believe that once you find out what that is, then you're on your way to finding what your purpose is. Mm-hmm. So you you're really the facilitator, the you you draw you you help them discover you know things their untapped potential and purpose and so that's what you do you kind of facilitate that coming out and and being there and is and is that the kind of legacy that you want to leave I mean you know you yourself from a young age uh, had those qualities and skills and traits and adults saw it and said you. Are a leader, um, is is so you as a leader. What do you want your legacy to be? Man, that you, that is a great question. You're asking some good questions. <laughs> well, um, good. My, my, I'm glad. My legacy. I, I want if if it's up to me, um, and I pass away tomorrow, and mm-hmm. you're at my funeral. I would want the, the the minister to say Jesse Cole left a legacy of. I'm a gap filler. That's who I am. Okay. I'm a gap filler. I I see I see your potential and I see what's possibly missing, and then <clears throat> excuse me, I help I help fill that gap to get you from point A to point B. Um, I don't feel as if I'm here to tell you what you're supposed to be doing. That's not my job. But my job is to to use discernment and to use you know the skills that God has given me to be able to see your potential and help you realize your potential, 
and filling that gap and to, and to be that your supporter. That's who I am as a person. That's who I am as a coach. That's who I am as a professional. That's who I am as a father, a husband, and a son. If you, if you meet me in a grocery store and, and we have a conversation, I want to make sure that you leave better than what I believe better than what you were when before we started talking. That that mm-hmm. you that you understand something about yourself that's going to push you closer to become a better version of yourself. Like that's the kind of legacy mm-hmm. I want to leave behind. The gap filler, the person mm-hmm. that can see, see people see people's potential and, and mm-hmm. help them realize it, help them realize it, and um and 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 give them some tips and some tools and strategies to to take the the next step. Mm-hmm. How wonderful! How wonderful! So, so Jesse Cole, how do people get in touch with you? Yeah. If they so, if they want if they want the gap filler services and want to connect <laughs> with the with the gap filler, how, how how do they do that? Right. So you can log on to jessiespeaks.com. dot com. That's my website. Um, mm-hmm. You can also email me at booking at jessiespeaks.com. I'm on Facebook at Jesse Speaks, Twitter, mm-hmm. Jesse Speaks. So every, everything is Jesse Speaks. All right. All right. How wonderful. And Jesse Cole, thank you so much for sharing everything with us. And, and so they mm-hmm. can, people can connect with you at jessiespeaks.com. That's right, isn't it? Correct. J-E-S-S-E-S-P-E-A-K-S. Okay, and that's great. And and I know you get and and the booking tab is very important because I know you've been you, you know you're called on to speak at so many different places and with so many different groups and individuals. There may be folk who want to uh, have you come speak with them, but I think you've just given us some incredible tips and strategies, and I. And I thank you so much, Jesse Cole, author, leadership speaker, and student life coach for helping us understand how to boost your influence. Thanks for tuning in to Dr. Geneva Speaks. Dr. Geneva Williams, an expert facilitator and leadership coach, lecturer, and keynote speaker. For more information on Dr. Geneva, visit her online at www. DrGenevaSpeaks.com That's DrGenevaSpeaks.com